God for what you are about to do in our midst we make room for you God we make room for you to come and do whatever it is that you please tonight God feel free to rip up the agenda we yield to your will we yield to your spirit God we yield to your spirit Lord come and have your way come and take over come and take over spirit of the living God we are expectant we are expectant we are expectant tonight God we make room for you tonight we will not put you in a box we will not limit you tonight we say you are free to do whatever it is that pleases you you are free to break out here we are oh God here we are yet again God to seek your face to hear from you to have an encounter with you would you come and meet with us tonight lord come and meet with us tonight Mande brosh kapanda, mazeke preduz kapandosta, marekus kapandosh kepende, mando rebezo toriandosha, manda brendos kaparikus tapa, mande keteriandosha, mazeke pendosete, makaparus de pendosa, mande bros gepandusta, makeke peruka parendosha, mazeke pendos tapandusha, eke periando. Take us deeper tonight, God. Take us deeper, Masota. Take us deeper, God. Makapando Shapa. Mandi Brecosta Pande Shapa. Mazeke Pendo Precosta. Ah, take us deeper tonight, oh God. Reba Zokapandosha. Ah, we are ready to receive from you. Mazike Pendosa. We are ready to receive from you. We are ready, for the mysteries of your spirit to be revealed unto us tonight take us deeper God take us deeper God 
take us deeper lord makaparikustapa mande bredoshka pandeha akapando zeteha take off the limitations break the glass ceiling in the name of jesus rabazoka panderiandosa oh father we declare tonight that there are no limits mazoka pande there are no boundaries mazoka we are going as far and as deep as you allow us to go tonight mazeke pendosha we are going as far and as deep as you allow us to go tonight mazike pendoria zota makapando jeparia take off the limitations oh god rebazuka pandedo mazike periando jete mazeke rodonda paya take off the limitations oh god everything that will hinder us from pressing into your presence tonight take it off mazike pendo japariandoza makapazike toja mande bredo zike pandosha mazike paruka zitayandoje mande bredo zapando shapaya rekesetere boje mando rebe zike pandosa mazike prendo zika tandoje mande brokoza papa pandeke ala papa bando rekete mandi kazuke pandosha mazeke prendos gaparika zuta mando je prendo zika mazapando ketere dosha rebe zike pandosha mando rebe pendoze makosta pande mando bredosha mazike proza pa mazika pandusta pande mazoko porekosa mande brendosha pandosa oh a president naro god akaparo zetaya mazike pandosha take us deeper lord take us deeper lord mando rebeze mazika pandosha take us deeper lord mazipando sataya manda pandoje ke mando rikazuta pandoje oh rebebendo mazuka pandoze makaparika zotoya mandoje periako akapando rezota mazoka pandosha we shatter the glass ceilings tonight god eke pandosha we shatter the glass ceilings mazoka pando marendos the pande mazike pandosha we shatter the glass ceilings marezoka pando mande brendoshka pande mazidandosha there are no limits tonight mazoka pando there are no boundaries tonight we are going in mazo prandusta pandosha we are going in makapandose makapandi bredosta makapandose pande mande ketekete mazu prandikate makosta pandoje mande brekusta pandosha oh my god maze pendekete mazuka pandosha take us in oh god reveal your mysteries unto us oh rebazota pandosha oh father we are hungry tonight oh god we are thirsty tonight akaparezote makipandosha pandeha eremazota pandeha father would you satisfy the 
longings of our souls tonight would you satisfy the longings of our souls does you would not say that blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled we are here every evening because we are hungry because our souls and our spirits are crying for more oh my god would you fill us tonight would you fill us tonight with your word would you fill us tonight with your word oh god would you fill us tonight with your word your life changing word your destiny altering word your word that comes with life your word that comes with power your word that comes with transformation your word that comes with healing your word that comes with deliverance your word that comes with direction your word that comes with wisdom we are hungry tonight oh god we are thirsty tonight oh god fill us up 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 god we say that our hearts are open for your word to be engraved let your word tonight be engraved on the tablet of our hearts our hearts are open our hearts are open our hearts are open do a work 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 oh god do a work, oh God. Do a work, oh God. Masuka pandose, reconde brazuta panda, makapazikete, mandoshtapa, mazike pendose. Do a work, oh God. Do a work, do a work in me. Let your word search me tonight. Makapazukete, let your word search me. Makaparosa, mazike pandosta, akapando recosta, mande rokosta pandeha, rezuka pandeha, like a double edged sword. Let your word come and let it divide. Mazetonda, let your word come and let it divide. Rezupandosta, let your word transform. Rezotonde brendo zikapa. Oh, makapapandoze. Rezuterebo zikapandoriado zapaya. Makapapandoze. Rezoke pentus kapaye. Mando japaya. Mazuke pendo rezatai. 
Mazupredose, Macapandos de Perica Zotaya, Macaparezeke, Macoriza Catuca Pande, Mando Racande, Mazete Recose, Mando Brezuke Pandosha, Manda Catosta, Macapende Beke, Mazuprendoste, Macaparizuca Pandosha, Mazotora Pandoha. Oh God, we are ready for you tonight. We are ready for you tonight. Oh Rebazoka Pariandosa, Eke Pariandosa. You can come and sit. You can come and dwell here. Mazeke Periandosha, Manderizatoria Kosha, Eyeyekepe, Maya Kapazota, Mazeke Rende de Bose, Marezuka Pandosha. You can come and sit. You can can come and dwell you can come and reside here mazeke tereboja makoponde brezeto you can come and reside here oh makapando rezota marika zuke pendosha oh rabapapapando ekekendo zete mando preduze kepandike makapanzendoja eke pependos de pa makusta parinde kosha mando rezeteya ora bandozi ke pandosha paya erekosta pandosha penda ora koze perika zuta pandeha oh father we contend akaparika zuka pandeha for the fullness of your agenda for us tonight rebezo we contend for the release of everything that you have for us tonight. We contend, oh God, for the release of the fullness of everything, everything, everything that you have for us tonight, oh God. We contend, oh God, for the release of the fullness of everything, everything that you have for us tonight. The fullness, the fullness, the fullness of your agenda. We contend for the fullness of your agenda tonight. Mazoka Pando, Rebendosa, Mazuke Pando, Mazeruza Pando, Stapa, Ora Babandose. We contend for the fullness. Oh, Rebazota Pande, Macapandosha, Ekepando, Zependoha. We are not settling for anything less than the fullness of your agenda. Mazeke Pando Rezota. We are not settling for anything less. Mazeke Pando Zapandoha, Akapando Zete, Erem. 
Mazotalabande. If it is up for grabs, we want it tonight, God. Mazeke Pandosha. If it is up for grabs, we want it tonight. Everything, everything, everything. Mazoka Pandeha. Everything, everything. Marika Zoka Pandeha. Everything, everything, everything. Marozokapa. Mande Bronde Brozata. Erebezuka Pando Jeperiando Zapa. Marabazotorabondeke. Eke Brendos Kapariando Zapaya. Eke Pazuka Pandosha. Father, increase our capacity. Increase our capacity. Tonight, oh God, increase our capacity. To understand and comprehend the mysteries of your spirit. Increase our capacity. To understand the things that you are revealing unto us through your word. Increase our capacity to receive from you. Increase our capacity. Increase our our capacities, oh God, Maradoze ke pandosha, mande brekus te pande, akapazoko prondosha, eke perizataya. Increase my capacity, increase my capacity, increase my capacity, oh God, akaparozataya. Increase my capacity to understand the things of your spirit. Increase my capacity to understand the mysteries that you are revealing in this time oh rabazoka pandeha i bring my mind on the subjection to your spirit marezoka pandeha oh father i bring my mind on the subjection to your spirit tonight oh god marezetelebandosha mazika pandos kepete mande bros keperika zukapaya manda costa pandeke mazipre kuska pandosha I bring my mind on the subjection to your spirit. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Open my eyes, oh God. Open my eyes that I may see and begin to understand the things that you are revealing. Increase my capacity to understand the deeper things of your spirit oh god marezoka parina doza mazeterebojika pande mazobrendoska parika zotalabandosha mande rezekete mazoponderiandosha come on don't stop don't stop mazoprandoska panderiandeha mazobreduska pandosta marenderebosha mazika pandozeteriandosha Receive the grace and the strength from the Lord to press in. Mazeke prendo shapa, mandeke zuke perika zota, marande bredoze ke pandoje, mazike pendo rizuta la bandosha, mande brezike pandoste, mazuka pandoja, mazeke prendos the pandeha. Come and tell him, say, God, increase my capacity tonight. Mazeke pandoha, say, increase my capacity open my eyes God 
Say, God, open my eyes. Enlighten the eyes of my understanding. Enlighten the eyes of my understanding. Enable me, O God, to come into comprehension. Of the deeper things of your spirit. Enable me, O God. Mazoka Pandosha, Mazeteriandosa Pandeha, Maka Parizuka Pandeha, enable me to comprehend Mazika Pariando, the deeper things of your spirit. Marizuka Pando Jetea, Era Bababando Rebezete, Rebezuka Parika Zuka Paye, Marendo Caparendo Zete, Mazike Paruka Parando Ze, Maka Paredos. Oh, Prepare the atmosphere to receive from God tonight. Mazeke Pandosha, Mazeke Durabazuke Pandosa, Eke Rebendos, the Pariando Shaya, Mazeke Pazoto, Mazeke Parika Zoka Pariandoche, Mando Rezotoria. Oh God, we are ready. 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 Oh Remeketea. Mazeke Paruka Paya, we are ready, we are ready. Mazotore Bandosha, Erekezatandosha, we are ready for our lives to be transformed. Mazeke Pandosha, it takes one word, it takes one encounter. Mazeke Parosa, Ekaparizu Tayandosha, it takes one word, it takes one encounter. Oh, Makapandoshe, Maziprikuta Pande. Ayayaya, Mazende Katosha, Eka Parisi Katu, Mazoponde, Mazike Pladuka Patosha, Mazeke Pandoseketai, Mazonda Paya, Makapasu Predosa, Mandeke Zuke Predosha, Pariandezata, Mazepe Pendoshe Paduza Paya. 
Mazokoponde Bregosa Pai, Mazike Broska Pariadosha, Aya Pazuka Pa, Mazende Tosha. Oh, my God, my God, Makapazo Kepende, Mazoke Dosta Pandika, Makapariandosa, Ekepezuka Patikaka. Ah, kapando jepe. Oh my God, my God. Mazebre coast paya. Ma coast periando shapa. Ma kapariku kapande. Ekepe tekepe. Mazuka pando shapa. Mazike prendosa. Oh, mazoka pandose. Eh, the weight, the weight of your glory, God. Ma kaparizu kapande. Ma coast Mazuka Parizete, oh, the weight, the weight of your glory. Mayeke Pazoka, Marindu Kapando Stapaya, Eke Papande, the weight, the weight of your glory, God. Marezia Koshapa, Mando Reketende, Marizu Kapando Shapa, Eka Payande. Oh my God, my God, Masika Pandosta, Marendos Gepe, Mandos Geperizukataya, Mazende Brekusta, Manda Kosta, Mazeke Rika Zokapaya, Erebebebende, Rebebende Bredosa, Mazende Brekusta Paya, Ekapazuka Patike, Manda Regoze, Mazeke. Kadujapa, Mazuke Prandosta, Makapando Zeke, Mazike Praduka Pahando, Makapazeke Pakuskapa, Mandeke Pezike Tokopandosha, Mande Brekezeke Pariandos the Paya, Mazoka Pandosha Pariandosete. Oh, the weight of your glory, God, the weight. Zavada Buriekete Barabata Mantaba Mantaba Liko Zebededi Latwala Brandos Kebele Telende de Begeti Zigedebo Lavradi de Gorodo Buriakata Zigedebo Rokoriantara Rabaroko Zebedeketi Zigedebo Riakatata Zigedebo Riarabara Sundarabahadwa Regedebo Rokonde di Biriakatwan de Beleketwa Jebele bele berin talabazonde rebelegeta Zigerebo labaradia toriabadi Zigerebonde rigidibidi joborodo Zebele bele berin tala lintala Regede bele bele bezon talabaguriata Zigerebele bere berinta labo zebede gedinta Zivarabarabashanda rabagada Lebele bele bere berikada baragada 
Zigre de Belegedori and Abazada Bagadia, Zigedebe, 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 Igada Baragada, Zavede Borocoroborobo Shandaraba, Lebre Torebere Sindaragadi Barada, Regedebereberinta, Zigedebereberinta, Zigedebelebe Shandidi Sada, Ragada Barabarabaruza Gadi Belegeda, Zigedebelegedeberigada. Ijavara bara bara baikara bada, zevre de bere torende bere kesinta rabada, levre do boroko sendere beda, zivere bere bere berita, zigre de boroko roborobo zingre de debe, zigarabada, 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 zigere bere 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 berita baragadia, zigere bere bere berenta, le berenta, zivara bara bara bakuriada. Zigere bere 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 geta zabara bara bariata rigere be zontara baigara bara bara basha rebere bere bere berigara baintara basa libara basontara bakurianta bada regede be zebere gedi paragada zigere bele bele bere beriada zabara bara bara baronte bere gerente bere da zigere bere 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 bada. Zigere belentere beregedi baragada Zigerebo zigerebo zigere beregede Zigara bara bara baro kondere beregeda Zeberegedi baragada Zigere bere bere besontarabada Zigere boriada bara bakuriegede beregede Ziverebedo, ziverebedo, ziverebereberebe shandarabado, leberebereghedi baragada, zigereberon tabaradori agadabada, zeverede, zeverede, zeverede de beregede, ziabaradon de bereketi arabada, zavarabaruke de bereghedi baragada, zigarabazonte de berekedende, zigerebelente beregede, zigarabaron te beregedi yada, zigerebelegedeberintarabada, Zigere belento, zebelento. Zigere belebeligarada, zaita badadio korobosa. Ija varabarun de bereketa, zavarabaru yegere beregetia. Ziverebede, ziverebede, ziverebereberede. Igarabarabaraba jontarabada, regereberibaraba yuseveregeda. Zibradon de bereketia rabaragada. La rumba gadia rabaragunde regede zigre de verberinga rabaronde veregedia dada zabron de brege zebregedi baragadu yegede zigre beregedon de beregedi barabada zebre 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 zivere berebere berinta barada ruburukuta zavara baraba igarabada la beregeda zivara baronta baragadi baragada barada ijevere berekere beri barabada Zavara barukuri biege de burukuda, zabragado rabagada vredon de bregede bereketa, zabraduri ekete barakasi barada, zivere bere bere berinta, igarabara baraba shandarabada, zevere bere bere berente ilabada, ruka ilabara bara runte beregede, zivre zivre zivre, iadarabada, laburuko sendere beketa biria. Jabaraba rungaraba sendere begeda la rumba taila arunada bariata rebaiata 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 ta jabarabaraba kuriata ile berebere kuriata ile berebere kuriata ila kuriata ila hata rekerebe kuriata ra kuriete kuriete ila uriaranta basada 
rekerebe sente bereketa jabaraka kurie bereketa zabronta barahadia ziberebe kuriata jabaraba kurie berebeketa zeberebe kaina bataila huriata zeberebe rekeruyata rabasa ziberebe rekende bereketa javra kuriata javra kuriata javra kuriata Mayanta Rabasanta Bab Rekerebe Surie Keterebiaka Irietondara Koriata Mantua 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 Rekete Bariata Iriata Iriata Irie Kuria Zirabaronte Zeberonte Ileto Irie Kuriata Mantua Rekereba Sata Janequa Anequa 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 Aika Tabaya Rekerebetu Zilaburieke Larunda Babadwa Ilabosha 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 Ilata Ilata Aile Kurian Telenta Aile Rundebequete Iliate La Rumaka Requa 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 Mante Baraika Tumbrekaila Allah Allah, aile eto. Ile bedeya, ile bedeya, aile to, aikondo, mazadia, 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 rekela badia. Ale, ele, eleo. Ineme, la rubatea, aikondo, maieto, ayepala, atwa benentwa, etebeleka, ato, reketebea. Sabalatia Requate Equate Equate Lepepepia Rakata Lakwata Lakwata Aipeleto Show us your glory Visit us Show us your glory Visit us in this season. Show us your glory. Ayabata Leloma. Unveil your goodness. Unveil your goodness. Labareko Aya. Show us your goodness. Maleko mai kataila sureka 
put your thumb on the scale Abba put your thumb on the scale Lord put your thumb your thumb on every scale in the realm of the seen and unseen that concerns us Put your thumb on every scale. Give instructions in the realm of the spirit. Save us, deliver us, save us, deliver us, save us, deliver us, come through, O oh God. Frustrate the tokens of liars, make diviners mad. Though they come one way, we command they will scatter seven different ways disappoint the counsel of hell concerning us contend with those that contend with us save our children contend with those that contend with us contend with those that seek to contend with us save our children Lord Save our children, Lord. Save our children, Lord. La ruma ikatari maronderi esonderi be ekaburi etola. Father, we ask in this season that in every courtroom of the Spirit that you would stand as both judge and advocate for us tonight. That in the matters of destiny put your thumb on the scale in our favor father wherever our destinies our lives our health our well-being our divine ordinations our access to your glory our homes our marriages our children our ministries, our callings, everything connected to us, everyone connected to us, are under siege and attack. Come through, Lord. Come through, Lord. Come through, Lord. We cry. We cry. In the name of Jesus. We cry unto you, 
Oh, thou great Messiah. Push back the darkness. Break the jaw of wickedness. Ilabadiata. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself mighty. Mighty, 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 mighty. Ilakuria Tavanika Bahada. Show yourself mighty, Lord. Show yourself mighty. Stand for us. Fight for us. Speak for us. Frustrate the tokens of liars and cause diviners to be mad. Father, I stand tonight at one scent of the Lord. I open a complaint against the enemies of our souls. Father, tonight we're not on the defensive. We switch into attack. We open a complaint against every working of iniquity. Father, we speak to altars now in the realm of the spirit. And we command them to backfire. To catch fire. Every platform of affliction, every platform of divination, of the occult, of satanic agenda against us and all that concerns us, we establish the judgment written. Answer by fire. Let the plagues of Zion be found in the camp of every Egyptian. Let it be said, this is what becomes of those who attack the will of God in the lives of his people. Father, right now, let chains break. Let strongholds be broken. Let demonic conclaves be dispersed. Let clouds and atmospheres scatter at the coming of your flame. Ah, let difficult circumstances fade into nothing. Let hard things become as dust. Let destinies emerge. Let callings be established. Let healings take place. Let deliverance be effected. Let addictions be broken. Let sinful desires be exterminated. Let alignment be found. That glory may flow and abound. We give you glory, honor, thanks, and praise. In the precious name of Jesus somebody clap your hands oh you people and shout 
unto God with a voice of triumph. Welcome everybody to It Is Written. I can't believe I'm saying this, but day 25. Already, yeah, Tony. Why? You want us to go longer? <laughs> oh, Lord. Isn't he good? It was 25 days ago we began on this voyage. Uh, and the Lord has seen us through. It's not been easy. But we're here. Yeah, we little, but we, we little, but we taloa. We started from the bottom and now we're here. Um, and see, um, you know, it is, it is customary to be modest in matters of the kingdom. But, but I, I, I'm pleading with you, if you haven't listened to every single day of this journey, especially the teaching days, at least twice over, please go back and listen to them. Um, the instruction was simple. Gather my people for 40 days and teach them. Prepare them for... Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I hope it's not coming from there. Okay. So, prepare them for a Bokar experience. Um, and and I, again, I, one of the things the Lord reminded me of was how when Jesus died and resurrected, how the Bible says he was with them. I believe it was 40 days, if I'm not mistaken, or was it 50 now, teaching them of the things concerning the kingdom. And in their season of Bokar, when the Holy Ghost came, when they walked into the book of Acts, time and time again, the Bible would say, and then they realized what Jesus had said. Now, this is a foundational curriculum. Someone say foundational. This is, this is foundation. This is, oh, yes. This is foundation. Oh, yes. This is foundational curriculum for anyone who is serious about becoming anything of value in God. Um, over the next few years, I'll be back. Maybe not 40 days each time. <laughs> Tony says 80. Uh, and we'll be building on this. But this is what I believe the Lord would have you know. And not just know here, but know here. Experience, interact with, prepared for a Bokar experience. Um, you'll notice, well, it, well, you probably don't realize that this here is simply so that I can see my scriptures and also see what's going on when uh, the, the media team, can we put our hands together for the media team, by the way? Uh, and and my, my assistants in the room, Pastor Tosin, who led such powerfully earlier on, and of course the ever-present ubiquitous Mr. Tony Biden, the most famous person in kingdom culture. Everybody's like, who's Tony? Who's Tony? <laughs> um, but as a matter of practice, I don't preach with notes. Maybe once a year, I would teach with slides. And that's usually in a classroom setting, a school of ministry or something of that nature. Um, but this journey, even more so, has been important that it is without notes. 
Pastor said, I've been intentionally to, to follow what God wanted. I have not sat down earlier in the day to write two or three scriptures together. Because the instruction as I perceive it is to deal with this like a father talking to his little children. The Bible says, ask your book of Deuteronomy chapter 32. Ask your father, he'll tell you. Ask the elders, they'll let you know. So I am presenting this as an oral tradition. In essence, this foundational curriculum is literally designed to be of the overflow of my mind. That's why I said it's foundational. It's what, what, should, what should you not have to remember by looking at notes? What should the average believer be walking around with top of mind to be able to engage with God? When we come back for the future, the building blocks, those ones will be more didactic because now we'll be going deep. We'll be preparing you to be a teacher. So Tony, this is, this is, this is entry exam. In the future ones, we'll be preparing you to help other people enter. And I'm saying that to say this. Go over them till they too, or till you too have this top of mind. Does that make sense? Listen over and over again. Do your homework till this becomes your overflow too. Because this is not what you should need notes for. This is what should be at your fingertips in life and experience. Can I get an amen, somebody? All right. So yesterday, we started looking at... Now, we were going to look at sin, and we will still come to sin. But like I, I, I said a few weeks ago, there are days where I just do quantum leaps. I just jump strongly from one uh, issue to another because of time. And like I said, we'll come back over the next few years and we'll have journeys like this, seven days, ten days. Maybe some of you will join the School of King, Kingdom Culture, School of Ministry, and you study this in more detail. But I'm just trying to go through the highlights. And so we were going to jump from Christ to sin and then come back to Christ. And then as I was starting to talk yesterday, I realized that there was too much, that was too much of a jump. It was the first time I realized this jump is too far. It's not that it's meat. It's that when we start talking about sin, there are things you need to have understood about who and what Christ is that I realized we hadn't covered. And so yesterday, we started. So we first of all went to the scripture, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And then before we began to talk about it, I realized there's a problem. And so we went to the Lord's Prayer or the sinner's prayer. It's not in the Bible. Is this mine? It's not the Bible, uh, but, and I know it's been attacked a lot, but it's, when you understand it correctly, it's fairly decent. It says, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. That's the part we have a, I have a problem with. Jesus is a big boy. Amen. He wouldn't fit in your heart. Hello. Bible says he stands at the door. Not of your heart, of your life. Your reality. And he knocks. He wants to come in and fellowship and exchange. But if you put that aside, it then goes on to say, and be my Lord and Savior. And it's amazing how the average believer never takes time to unpack what that means. So today, hopefully, we will get to Savior. But yesterday, we spent the time looking at Lord. And I looked at some of the comments on YouTube and Facebook, Tony, and some of the messages I got in private, and I wept. 
Not physically, I didn't, there were no physical tears, but my heart was torn. Because it, the sentiment was this was life changing. And it was coming from people who, in some cases, I know have been saved 10, 15, 20 years. And so my, my question is, what kind of gospel has our generation been running with that it is revolutionary to hear that being a believer means you don't have an opinion or the right of agency over life outside his demands? Because I kept wondering why I'm... Yes, I thought, well, why are we dealing with this again? This is 101. It's not even milk. This is breast milk. It's not even formula. This is day one breast milk. But any wonder why the body of Christ is where it is, if that is revolutionary. That a Lord means you have an owner. Yeah, we did do with a couple of things that might not have been obvious. That the reward system of heaven is based on his lordship in your life. I can understand if that was deep for someone, although hopefully not someone who's been saved too long. But the general understanding that a Christian has signed up for a life where everything is run by what is expedient and edifying from heaven's perspective, that that is revolutionary, is, is, is painful. And now that I know that's the case, I'm going to teach on it a lot more. But on Sundays, and maybe the quorum when we finish this period. Because now I know why my generation is, finds the doctrine of recalibration, as I call it, or alignment, as it's probably called in this generation, why it's so revolutionary. That when you get saved, you acquire a lord, an owner, a master, a commander, a king, a monarch who is interested in governing every area of your life. And that the whole point of walking with him is allowing his will, his ways, his mind, his desires slowly but surely, as quickly as possible, and surely usurp and unseat yours to where like paul we looked at yesterday you can say the life that i live is no longer mine but i now live it through the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me if you weren't here yesterday and even if you were here please go back and watch it again till it's coming out of your ears till Till you cannot be satisfied. Till you literally start to rebel against your own self-government and will. Remember the analogy we gave Tony yesterday? When you get saved, it's like taking out those receipts in my pocket. You hand them to Christ. Everything you will ever have, own, want, need, desire, become. You give him up front. And then he gives you back what he desires you to have. I mean, that, that container, let me get it. The, no, 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 no. On, on that table there. This one. Yeah, the main table there, yeah. 
The black one with the funny stuff inside. Yeah, that one, yes. Now, you give, in essence, you give, <laughs> yeah, the funny stuff, yes, Tony. Uh, you give him everything. Your future, marriage, job, money, where you live, dream house, the whole nine yards. Children, all that stuff. Ministry, dreams, business, goals, couple goals, <laughs> bay goals, mm-hmm. Money goals, all that stuff. Come on, you give it to him. And then he determines what he gives you back. And when he gives it, see, so there are things you will not get back. Remember, we talked about that. There are things, so, so you can't give it to him assuming you get it back, no. And when he asks for it, Tony, when God begins to deal with you on this level, like Abraham, it'll be like putting Isaac on the altar. See, this is how unseen beings work. They want to circumcise. Write this down. Spirits are jealous. Write it down. 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 Spirits are jealous entities. Very jealous. Before they will give themselves to you, they will require you to demonstrate that you have given yourselves to them. And they do this by killing competing desires, competing control points. That's why before you rise to certain levels in the occult, they want you to kill a family member. Prove that you are more committed to this cult than to your biological family. Donate your wife, put her on the altar. I've been in circles where occultic practitioners, tomorrow being Halloween is a good time to talk about this, have come to Christ. And I mean, the day they get saved, the crusade of the event, and, and they're wailing, they're screaming, they're crying, going through deliverance, and they are confessing. Yeah, some things they say will 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 do stuff to you. A witch once came in a forum like that and said, "Help me." Okay, how do we help you, Tony? And she said, with her chest, "I need help." Why? We, every month, or every month or every year, I think it was every year, every so often anyway, in our coven, we donate a child. Hear me? So let's assume it's every month. I can't remember it was a month, a year. I, I, wasn't the, I wasn't the lead minister. I was, I was one of the, you know, one of my, my apprenticeship days. So this, this is how I apprenticed. This, these were the things that I was trained in, in ministry. 
So let's assume it was, I can't remember it was monthly or yearly, but let's assume it was monthly. So in January, you bring your child for sacrifice. In February, you bring your child. Oh, and apparently you, part of it is everybody eats a portion of that child after the sacrifice. In March, you bring, uh, true story. Now it's November and it's time for me to bring my child. And then she suddenly realized that her child was her only child. And so she needed help because she knew that if she did not bring that child or donate that child, that she was literally a dead, in essence, both she and the child she was trying to protect would die according to the, the, the coven's rules if there was no divine intervention. And so she came to the man of God to say, please help. Pardon? After she's eaten other people's children, yes. Now that's how I thought, but you know, yeah, I'm a lot, I'm a lot more compassionate now than I was then. Because in my mind, I'm like, nope, can we save the child? Can we send her instead? That's, that's what I was thinking. You're not innocent. Your child is, but you're not. So, can we, sir, can we save this child, but can we donate her? Point I'm making is, spirits are jealous. If you see a man, male or female, who is walking the fruit of Marita Suna, hear me by the Spirit. See, 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 see. Um, um, can I take my time tonight? Can I take my time tonight? Okay. See, our generation is full of what my mother's language would call rada rada, ready ready, nonsense. See, not everybody. Paj, honestly, I don't know. I never followed up on that. I, I, that was years ago. This is like almost 20 years ago. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I wasn't the man of God in the day. I was one of the oil pourers and catchers. Um, Pastor, everybody sounds anointed with a good sound system and a nice camera. Tony. Anyone looks like a man of God when they know how to gather people and have lights and good music. We know who is who when the rubber meets the road. When hell is at someone's door and they come to you, then we know whether or not you're a man of God. You're not a man of God because you can speak well. You're not a man of God because you have a nice suit or you, you, you're, you're great at administration. Your marketing department is on point. Your worship team sounds spectacular. No. It is in the day of calamity when the war of the spirit comes to town. When the battle is joined and destinies and lives sometimes are at stake, then we know who really walks with a spirit. I made up my mind years ago, Pastor Tony, years ago, Pastor Tosin, or maybe Pastor Tony, maybe I'm prophesying years ago, 
that I would not be the man somebody comes to with their life in the, in the balance and all I have to offer are nice scriptures. When you do ministry as long as I have and you look into the eyes of suffering people, when you hear, see, <sighs> Pastor, you, 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 you've been around me for a while, right? You've, you've been in some of those rooms. When you look at a person and you don't know how to tell them the cause of their problem, you, you, when God shows you where this is coming from, you are afraid to, the, the, the level of wickedness involved is, is deep. And, and you know that if that person leaves that room and there's no relief, that could be the end of their relationship with God. And it's, see, it is a, well, if you love God, you will never, true. There's nothing that some of us can ever go through anymore to make us deny God. But, someone say but. You grow into that. And it is a product of your encounter. So, I have seen God so clearly that I cannot walk away. Nothing, Tony, there's nothing, no matter how angry, upset I am or disappointed, I've seen too much to turn away from him now. Too, too, too much of my life would be a lie if God is a scam. If God was a scam, I'd commit suicide. Because I would literally have wasted 33 years of my life next year. And I don't mean 33 years of being a Christian. I mean 33 years where my life, for the most part, for, except for, th for, for a few of those, let's say of, of those 33 years, at least 27 of them, 26 of them, my entire reality revolved around this God. My time, my effort, my money, Tony, my budget, my ability to enjoy my family is regulated by the idea that he exists and that he wants a relationship with me and that in my case he has called me to his service but if somebody hasn't been exposed to that level of reality with him don't blame them for wanting to quit it's your job as a leader to bring them into that reality and when that person says if God can't come through for me on this matter, I'm done. Don't be quick to judge them. Only a man who walks with a spirit, male or female man, is equipped to engineer some outcomes. And listen, when, when the Bible says to walk in the spirit, because I'm looking, that's what we're going to end this 40 days with walking in the spirit. Don't be quick to theologize it. Don't be quick to doctrinize it. Well, walking in the spirit just means, you know, having for no. It literally means walk, it means transacting with a spirit. Now, the, the, the fruit of it is, yes, the fruit of the Spirit, the, the, the true. So, it, it, it manifests in behavior. But the behavior is literally an outworking of the reality. And it literally means that this is a human being who does business with a spirit.
Are you with me? And you know a man does business with spirits, not by what he says. <laughs> and not even by what he does alone. You know a man does business with spirits by the outcome of what follows him around. Remember we spent three days talking about the unseen world and one day was about how to know that there's a personality present. Okay, so a man, male or female, who does business with spirits does not need to announce himself. There are certain regular occurrences that will follow him or her. There are certain atmospheric conditions that will travel with him or her. You will be implicated in his force field by proximity with him. Look at the Bible. Oh, I'm coming to, to, tonight to save you if we get there. We're still dealing with Lord. Abraham did business with a spirit. Lot was not present. And because Lot followed him, Tony, Lot was implicated in the deal Abraham had with the spirit called Yahweh. The Bible says, and Lot was blessed for Abraham's sake. Think about that. A spirit made a deal with a human being. The human being kept his side of the deal. So the spirit kept his side. And part of the spirit's side, and, and I, I wish we had time, but you know, I think I'll do a session at the summit. One of my sessions will be on spiritual prosperity. Notice that I didn't say kingdom. I said spiritual because these principles apply to any spirit. Tony, I found out. Can I walk around tonight? I don't know how it'll work. Um, it's okay. No, it's fine. No, let, me, let, me, let me behave myself. I have found out, Pastor Tosin, that even the financial side of things can be handled in a covenant with a spirit. That a man can secure financial security as a function of a predictable covenant. Let me help you. Let me, let me, let me, let me make some of you cry. Please, I'm not saying you should go quit your job after I say what I'm about to say. Don't say Rev said I should quit my job, but listen. Between Abraham and Lot, who had the covenant? Abraham. But notice how Lot was a beneficiary. Simply by proximity. God blessed Abraham for Lot's sake. Two generations later, there was a man called Jacob. And a man called Laban. Who had the covenant? Who had the blessing? Who had the blessing? Laban. Why? Because Laban was Jacob's employer. Laban said, if you read it in the Hebrew, I have learned by divination that God blessed me for your sake. 
Laban said, I checked. I, I went to check in the spirit and I realized that my blessing is because of you. Jacob was broke. Laban was rich because the altar was working. But the natural technology had siphoned. You cannot walk with a spirit for real over time and certain realities not manifest. Hmm, no. The question is, do you know how to harness them? So some of you have made... See, Paul said it about the apostolic assignment. He says, we make others rich. He says, we are poor for your sake. You are rich. So for instance, Tony, in this season, I've told you people, because I now have a deal with the Spirit. We struck the deal, and I met my quota this year. I met my quota last month, so watch, right? Tony, I am not allowed to do 99% of the financial activities I would like to. But there is an altar working on my life. And if you are implicated in that altar, you cannot but prosper. You cannot. It is not a choice. Right? Now, you can give your prosperity to someone else. You can allow someone else to enjoy it. But your implication with my altar means you've been plugged into a prosperity socket. Does that make sense? So I may stay here praying all day and you walk past because there is a covenant with a what? Spirit. But notice the requirement for the covenant. God says to Abraham, is it chapter 18 or 19 of, of, of Genesis? He says, how can I keep this thing from my servant Abraham? Listen. So, you want to be a prophet, this is how to be a prophet. God said this to me months ago, and I screamed. And I think I saw somebody say it on, on social media a few days ago as well, and I smiled. I said, the spirit is one. He said, son, if you want to grow in your prophetic anointing, right? He said, be more intentional about raising your children. I said, what do you mean? He said, listen, how can I keep this thing for my servant Abraham? So number one is, Abraham will grow in the prophetic. He then says, seeing that he shall command his household after him. Command. He will be their Lord as I am his Lord. The Bible says, Sarah called Abraham Lord. So Sarah was implicated. So if your Lord has a Lord, that Lord is your Lord. Seeing that he'll command his household after me, listen, that I may bring to pass all that the Lord has said. Notice, he didn't say that I may bring to pass all that I have said. Let's go there, let's go there, let's go there, let's go there. I think this is Genesis chapter 8. Let me see real quick. But come with me in your Bible. Let's, let's look at this. Because this Lord thing won't leave me. I don't know why. <laughs> it won't leave, and I don't know who it's for. Maybe it's for all of you. I think, I think it's Genesis 18, I was right, yes. I think it's because you guys have spent so long in this generation being 
out of lordship that God is like one night will not do. Chrissy, let's go there. Genesis 18. We're still dealing with Jesus and quote-unquote God as what? Lord. Now remember, we dealt with the fact yesterday and a few days before, no, a few days before, that nothing God does in the earth is outside the office of Christ. I told you last week or two weeks ago that every Old Testament manifestation of God in the flesh was Christ, right? Okay. So Genesis 18 verse 1. The Lord, notice, who appeared to him? So who appeared to him? Notice it didn't say God appeared to him. Let's look at the word Lord in the, in the Hebrew. Jehovah appeared to him. Right? Okay. Let's keep going. The Lord appeared to him. One second, where was that? Yes. In the plains of Mamre, he sat in the tent in the heat of the day. Someone said the heat of the day. He came to Adam in the cool of the day, a.k.a. the day of the spirit. But this was in the heat of the day. Let's look at the phrase heat of the day. This is just an impromptu Bible study. This wasn't planned. Now, the word heat is the word hum, and the word day is the word yom. So, ohel, hom, yom. Now, hom or com actually means warm. Someone say warm. Or hot. And of course, the word day means period, season, cycle. So, Abraham was sat down, right, in the heat of the day. Someone say the heat of the day. Now, metaphorically, in, throughout the Bible, this is talking about noon. Every time you see this word in the Bible, it's talking about 12 noon in Hebrew time, right? The heat of the day, which, of course, as we know, is a spiritual watch that we keep. Let's move on. I was going to dive into heat of the day, but there's no time. So he lifted up his eyes and looked, and he saw three men. And in verse 3, what does he say to them? My Lord. Now, notice Genesis 18.1 says, the Lord and the word Lord is in capital letters. That's Jehovah. But notice Genesis 18.3 is a little bit different. Right? Okay. It's a little bit different. Because it's a different word. And it's the word Adon from which you get the word Adonai. Firm, strong, Lord, master. Superintendent of household affairs. Can you guys see this on the screen? Okay, good. Thank you, Chrissy. Re in reference to God, a lot will go on. Proprietor, master, husband, governor, prince, right? In essence, we're talking specifically about someone in charge. And it is not only used about God in scripture. This word Adon is used about other entities. So it is not a name, it is a title or job description. So who showed up in Genesis 1? Genesis 18, 1, sorry. Yahweh, Jehovah showed up, right? But in verse 3, Moses, 
Abraham recognizes him. Abraham recognizes him. Let's try again. If God showed up in human form, would you recognize him? Abraham has plenty of experience dealing with this entity. Abraham can spot him from afar. Why? Because he has met him in the spirit. Does that make sense? And his response is, my Lord, my. He is the Lord, Yahweh. But Abraham knows him as my Lord. Does that make sense? Okay, so. If I've left. If let's say let's say you might leave the UK for for ministry trip, I go to Kenya, Nigeria, wherever I'm gone for ten days, and then you all decide to surprise me. It happened once before in Casey, where I got to the airport and there was about ten or twelve people from Casey to welcome me. That was very beautiful, actually. And one of the people is Ajokejelisiave. Another of the people is Kadeshujelisiave. And a third is Jeremy Joshua Siave. And then a fourth is Tony Pastor Tosin. Are you aware that when I walk out of that airport, four of you will shout four different things? Paj may say, baby. Kadesh and Jeremy will say, daddy. Right? Somebody may say, Rev. Another person may say, P.O. I'm the same person. Everybody is referring to me in their excitement. What I am to them. Secondly, I want you to come with me to Exodus chapter 3. You know, I told you this wasn't planned. But, but I can't let this go. See, guys, these are the things when, you find, when, when a man or woman looks desirable in the spirit, find out what they know that you don't. There's no difference between us except for what we've discovered and encountered. Look at Exodus chapter 3. This should blow your mind like it blew mine when God showed me. Sorry, Exodus chapter 6, not 3. Exodus chapter 6. Exodus chapter 6. And I think it is verse 3, yes. So listen. Verse 2. And God spoke unto Moses, Pastor T, and said unto him, I am what? The Lord. Can you see that Lord in capitals? So what do you think it means? If we look at it, Chris, let's go there. What do you think it means? What? Jehovah, right? 
Now notice, he says, and God said. The Hebrew literally means, and Elohim said. In essence, a spirit, this is the way the Hebrew would understand it. A spirit spoke to Moses, and the spirit said, my name is what? Yahweh. Tony, look at verse 3. Pastor, look at verse 3. He says, I appeared unto Abraham. When did he appear unto Abraham? We're only given two times God literally, or three, God literally, actually two, he appeared. One was in Genesis 17 when he struck the covenant, when he walked as a lamp in the fire. And the second was Genesis 18 when he came, what we just read, at the tents of Mamre. Every other time he says he spoke to him. These are the only two times the Bible says he appeared to him. Even when he offered up Isaac, he didn't say he appeared. Listen, listen, listen. I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob, by the name God Almighty, listen, but by my name Jehovah was I not known. I appeared to them as a mighty spirit, God Almighty. Let's look at that in Hebrew. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. We'll get, you, you get it in a second. I appear to them, right, as God Almighty, El Shaddai. It simply means the powerful spirit. They knew me as a powerful spirit. But they did not know me as Jehovah. I did not reveal myself to them as Jehovah. Now, let's, without understanding, let's go back now to Genesis 18. I hope you see it now. When you see it, you shout. And Jehovah appeared unto him. Tony, Jehovah, Genesis 18, 1 appeared unto Abraham, yet God tells Moses a thousand years later that I did not appear unto Abraham as Jehovah. He says, they did not know me. So, it was, so God says, I, I was there my full nature as Jehovah, but they did not get me as Jehovah. What did they get me at as? Verse 3, Adonai. The entirety of the covenant of Abraham was wrapped up in a piece of God called Lord. Abraham did not know God fully. He simply knew that this mighty spirit is Lord. And that was enough. Think about it. Everything you see in Abraham's life is an so when Abraham saw the spirit, he says, Oh, that's my Lord, that's the one who I have submitted to. It means in simple English, you don't need to know much about God to encounter much about Him, Tony. You don't need to understand God on the level we've been teaching him. You just simply need to know that that spirit 
is Lord. Does that make sense? The men who shook previous generations did not understand hermeneutics and homiletics. Tony, they didn't, they didn't attend the quorum. They didn't know what Elohim meant. They didn't understand Hebrew or Greek. They met a spirit and they said, yes, Lord. And that's why Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6, or 3, sorry, the Lord is that spirit. You guys aren't getting it. You're not getting it, are you? Like when you get it, you shout. Let me try again. Let me try again. Abraham met a spirit that was mighty and decided that spirit was going to be his Lord. That's all he knew about the spirit. He didn't know where the spirit came from. He didn't know the spirit's name. He didn't understand the mystery of Christ. He didn't understand about the anointing. He didn't know Hebrew. He didn't know Greek. He didn't know that the spirit would eventually reveal himself as Jehovah Adonai, so, so Jehovah uh, Nisi. He didn't know. He, he, there's no record of Abraham ever being healed. He didn't know God as Rapha. He didn't know God as Sidikenu. He didn't know him as Baal Perazim. Everything that came down in the Bible, Abraham did not have access to. He simply met a spirit and decided, based on what he saw, that this spirit would be his Lord. Right? Abraham decided, I will live in surrender to this spirit. That's why when he saw him at Mamre, he, do, he couldn't see. Yahweh appeared to him. But Abraham did not know he was Yahweh. All he, so all he knew him was as my owner, my master. That was, that was Abraham's pet name for God. Oh, you get it now. So you call it boo, bay, baby, Lord was Abraham's because all he knew about God was this spirit wants to rule my life. But he, he knew he was a mightier spirit. That's why he called him El Shaddai. God Almighty. The Elohim with all the might. So he knew this was a different level of Elohim. And that's why he decided, I will serve this one. I will become... So when this one asks me to give him the son he gave me, I'll give him back to him. When this one tells me, leave my father's house and go to a land I will show you. What idiot starts walking thousands of miles not knowing where he's going? Because he knew him as what? Lord. He who must be obeyed. He who has the right to construct my life. Paul says the Lord is that spirit. That spirit is, in essence, that spirit, the one that we've been hearing about from the Old Testament, he is Lord. And where the spirit of the Lord is, where that spirit has been allowed to be Lord, certain things will flow. There will be liberty. Liberty. Pastor Chance, you're getting it. So, Tony. Abraham did not have a... See, and I, I don't say this arrogantly. The average apostolic preacher of my generation knows ten times more about God than Abraham did. But Abraham knew God ten times deeper than we do. 
There are things, if, you get it now, if I went back in time to Abraham's day, I could tell him things about God he would not know. If Abraham sat in my Sunday school class, he would shout up and shout, Rev! Abraham will come to the altar and drop a C because his mind would be blown with the intellectual revelation my generation of preachers has to offer. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm coming there, Tony. But if you put Abraham and I in two different tents for three days and, say, and said to both of us, invoke God, one tent would be on fire while the other tent was still shouting, God, please, where are you? Does that make sense? Hear me. As arrogant as this sounds, because Moses was probably the most revelated of all the Old Testament patriarchs. But Tony, there are things you could teach Moses of that day, not today. But in the day in which he lived, with what you know now from the Bible, if you went back in time, you could teach Moses some things intellectually that would make him scream. For instance, you would tell him, that rock following you, are you aware that is the future son of God that's about to die? You would tell Moses, that brazen serpent you were asked to erect, are you aware you've just lifted him up and all men wish? Are you, does, does that make sense? You could tell Moses, the pillow, see, you say, Moses, this tabernacle you've built is a metaphor of the future Messiah. Moses would go, Moses would, dun, dun, dun. Moses would, you know. Uh. But listen, Tony, when it was time to take your tent outside the camp, and Moses began to talk to God. God would come down in a cloud. So much so that Joshua would be arrested. And you would speak in tongues. And in comparison, there would be no glory. You know why? Because these guys knew him as Lord. Moses was the first patriarch upon whose understanding God built beyond Lord. Up until Moses, all they knew about God was he was supposed to be Lord. That that spirit we saw on day one, who is seeking proskineo. Remember, he is seeking those to worship him. And the literal definition of that worship is treat him as Lord. That's how you worship him in spirit and in truth. So it means your life becomes an experiment in what makes him pleased. Every day you take notes. When did I sense his joy? When did I sense his grief? When was he closest? When was he furthest? When was he happy with me? When did he refuse to talk to me? What did I do? Listen, so when a Christian is arguing with me about whether or not secular music is a sin, you're an idiot. And I say that with no apology. I don't care anymore. Listen, you're not an idiot because you listen to secular music. You're an idiot because you are arguing about it. Even if you are on the side of it should not be listened to. The fact that you're arguing still makes you an idiot. Because it's simple. Tony, when you live long enough, you know what the spirit... See, he that is one with, he that is one with the Lord is one spirit. 
what music makes that one spirit leap? <sighs> okay, slow down, Israel. You know, I told you we're in trouble when we hit this Lord thing. I knew we couldn't go further. So, Tony, you know what I learned recently? I learned this. I, I learned it before, but God reminded me this year. That there is... Tony, do you know the amount of power that a one-day fast generates? Done properly. Just one day. When I hear Christians are fasting for 40 days and nothing is going on. Israel woke up in the morning and didn't eat till evening. And God sent Jehaziel and Jehoshaphat's army sent the worshippers and they destroyed three armies. Think about that. An entire war was wiped out for the enemy because people fasted, listen, from morning till evening. Morning till e a one-day fast. One day, one day, Tony. The, the day of atonement, when God instructed Israel to fast, right? They were only supposed to fast for one day. Think, pastors, think about that. The, the only day in the Old Testament, Israel was commanded to fast was the day of atonement. And it was one day. One. From sunrise to sunset. So, so you wake up in the morning and you don't eat till six. You know why our generation fasts for seven days and nothing happens? Because we waste the power of that fast. And I had a, I had a visual encounter about that two, about last month. When this whole 90 days began, around the time of the, of the um, week of apostolic emphasis. I told you for about two weeks, about a week and a half, I didn't leave my bedroom till 1 p.m. And even then, it was difficult. And, and God began to show me, person, literally, how every activity in my life either charged or drained my spiritual battery. I wept, literally, this time. Tony, reading the news drained my battery. Watching sports, that's why I stopped this last few weeks, drained my battery. Arguing with my children drained my battery. Doing the school run drained my battery. But there's some other things you can't stop. You have to do the school run. You have to be around your spouse. But there are things you don't have to do. So, eh, eh, where does the Bible say I can't listen to sex? It doesn't say anywhere. Oh. It will just drain your battery. The Lord, the spirit within you that is Lord, will give you feedback that this song drains me. This song charges me. If he is Lord, you won't say, well, okay, I'll enjoy. See, think about that. So this is like saying, well, smoking makes my lungs black. Exercise makes them healthy. So, I will just reduce my smoking. I'll smoke once a day that I can exercise the remaining. Isn't that stupid? Read your Bible to that song. Read. Bring out Jeremiah 17 and read to it. Listen, listen, listen. Speak in tongues to it. 
hear from God to it. If you cannot spiritually, and see, I don't mean you have to feel goosebumps. I'm just saying, okay, so you want to talk to God. And common sense tells you that I need to change the song. So why should I be subjecting my Lord to something that he will not transact with me in? The reason why our fast don't work, Tony, is we're burning more power than we're generating. So we, when we fast, we, 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 it's only in a fast that we can now generate enough power to match what we're burning. Because our normal lives are burning far more power than we generate. Because we don't understand the concept of Lord. These men, all they knew him was, when they saw him, they called him Adonai. That was why for the rest of Israel's history, many times they would trans, that's why they started translating the word Adonai in place of Yahweh. In fact, the name Yahuwah is an actual marriage of two words. God's name has no consonants in the Hebrew. It is Yod, listen, Yod, He, Vav, He. In English, Y, H, W, H. It's called the Tetragamon. The name was considered so holy that it was almost, an, they felt, I mean, God called himself the name, but they felt it was an abomination to say it because of their religion or religious stance. And so when they were saying it, Tony, because it had no consonants, they combined that word, yod he vav with the word Adonai, which means Lord, and they took the consonants from Adonai, right, and put it in between, or took the vowels of Adonai, sorry, and put it in between the consonants of yod he vav And that's how the word Yahweh or Jehovah came to be. Because they understood that this being called Yahweh to their fathers was Adonai. So they substituted the name their fathers called him Adonai as his name because all their fathers knew him as was Lord. Nothing else was necessary to see what they saw. Imagine what would happen if we take our revelation and add it to what they had. There is unfathomable power pregnant in the revelation that he is Lord. Abraham saw him at Mamre and called him my Lord. And he demonstrated the Lordship. He ran to him. Let's, let's go back to Let's go back to uh, Hey, I got my CSO in the house tonight. Let's, let's go back to Genesis 18. Welcome, CSO. He says, my Lord, if I found favor in your sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from your servant. Tony, our generation, and I'm, I'm guilty of this stupidity in the past. We've taught this lie. Listen, Pastor Tony, Pastor Tosin, that servant is a lower office than son. Hey, 
Bible says that as many as believed on him have power to become sons. So sons available to everybody. Servant is not. So what happens when you misunderstand models and metaphors and you make them realities? God is not a father. Father is a model for a dimension of him. He's also not quote-unquote just a master. It's a metaphor for dimension of him. And one is not more powerful than the other. They are supposed to coexist consecutively. So there's a dimension where you need to relate with him as a lover. Another dimension as a son. Another dimension as a servant. One is not more important than the other. They're all aspects of a concurrent reality. And it was that, in essence, the entire Old Testament from Abraham to Moses existed on the tripod leg called servant. Abraham does not call God his father. Isaac does not call God his father. Jacob does not call God his father. Are you with me? They call him Lord. And the entirety of the Messianic covenant that Jesus came to establish, that opened the door for us to call him father, the Bible says was built on Abraham's covenant. And that covenant was based on Lord. Listen, he says, verse 3, if I found favor in your sight, pass not by, I pray thee from your servant. This is how we treat lords. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself. Can you see why the Bible says that woman with the alabaster box did a good thing to him? He says she'll never be missing from the legacy of the gospel because she washed his, she treated him, listen, as Lord. Lord, can I get deeper? Women, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. And men too, actually, because this is not just gender specific. If two people are fighting for the romantic attention of a man or woman, the one who usually will win romantically is the one who treats them like lord or lady. Mm. Doesn't matter who the married one is. If somebody else treats your spouse more like a lord or a lady, and it's bi-directional in gender, isn't it? Both, we just have different definitions of what we call lord or lady. For a man, it's to be honored and to be respected, right? You know, if he's an African man, he wants you to bring food in a casserole and all that nonsense. Sorry, if you like it, it's not nonsense. And I, I, don't, I don't roll like that, but to each their own. You know, a woman has to come and kneel down. Ah, I'm talking about people, people younger than you. People younger than you. That's how they're married. You have to come say, ah, or call me. And the guy's like, hey, yes. Daddy's home. But the flip side is true for women, isn't it? You want him to pamper you and treat you like a queen. It's the same thing. Why? Because you are in his image and after his likeness. What does likeness mean? Remember, it means you function like him. In essence, the fact that a human being can have their buttons pressed 
See, that a man will break his marital vows because the secretary treated him as Lord. A woman will wreck her home because some guy gave her attention, her husband would not. Why? Because you are made in his image. God is susceptible. See, God is vulnerable to worship. And I don't mean singing. See, God has a weakness. It is called worship. It is called being treated as Lord. Anyone who knows how to treat him as, as Lord. See, look at David. David was a nasty guy. Murderer. Womanizer. David wasn't a good guy, but he knew. See, David knew God's weak spot. David knew how to scratch. I could, I, stop it. David, David, leave me alone. I said, oh, but Lord, David, stop it. I'm not talking to you. But God, now you are Lord. Go like, no, but David, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, stop now, stop. Look at this guy. Lord, come. Allow, just allow us, just, just permit a little water to be fetched. Let's go back. CSO. A little water. Look, look at this. To be fetched. To wash your feet. Now listen. And rest yourself under a tree. And I will fetch a muscle of bread and comfort your heart. After that, listen, you shall pass on. Look at Abraham. He thinks he's smart. Oh, look at my face. Just pan the camera back to me. Look at my face. Look at my face. When I read this, knowing what I know now, I'm like, you know, growing up in where I come from, uh, when, when somebody is saying something, it's when the guy comes and says, oh, oh, God, you are the best oh, guy in the world. Ah, I've never had a boss like you. The boss will look at his wife and go, meaning I know he's flattering me because he wants something. But it works. Abraham said, let's just let's give us permission to treat you as Lord. We'll just wash your feet, Right? You can rest under our tree. We'll bring you some small chops. We'll gladden your heart. And then you can go. You know, children have been conceived this way. <laughs> ah, a, 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 a man in my family said something to me years ago, Pastor Dozen. I was in high I was in university. I was in my first year in university, or was it second, first or second year in university, and this older man in my family called me and said, where are you? I said, oh, I'm in my friend's house. It was about 8.30 p.m. at night. I said, I'm in my friend's house. So what are you doing? I said, it's raining outside, so I'm waiting for the rain to stop before I go home. So we're eating. He said, is your friend male or female? I said, female. He said, get out now. I said, it's raining and I'm eating. He said, put the food down, step into that rain, and get out now. He said, call me when you get back to your accommodation. So when I got back, I called this older member of my family back. And he said, let me tell you how a person, a member of my family, 
my extended family. Let me tell you how they were born, how they were conceived. It was similar circumstances. Rain, food, and lordship. A whole child was conceived. Somebody didn't plan to stay. Somebody was just passing through to say hello, right? And somebody treated them like Lord. Somebody brought a muscle, right? And, and a, a little refreshing. Does that make sense? Somebody created an atmosphere of importance. Pardon? Okay. You're getting it right. Abraham didn't say, tell me what you're planning to do. Abraham didn't say, prophesy to me. Abraham simply said, oh, you're passing by. Let me show you you're really Lord. And look at what happens. Let's go back. Look at what happens next. And Abraham hastened. See, this is how we treat lords. Abraham ran to Sarah. Make ready quickly. Someone say urgency. You don't, you don't treat lords with tea. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't act slow when you're dealing with the Lord. Quickly. You can't keep him waiting. Three measures of fine meal. Someone say fine meal. Not normal meal, fine meal. You know why? This was grain that had been pre-processed. It was for emergencies. It was ready for cooking. It had been pre-processed. Fine, make cakes upon the hearth, I mean the fire. And then Abraham ran. Someone say ran. Look at the words. Someone say hastened. Someone say ran. He ran to the herd and he fetched a calf tender and good. And he gave it unto a young man. And he hasted, somebody say hasted, hasted to dress it. Can you see the, the urgency? In essence, King Charles is coming for dinner. Quickly, 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 go and bring my fine. I many mean, of you grew up around houses where you'd see someone come and visit your parents. And be like, ah, you're here. Hey, are you hungry? Will you eat? Then somebody else comes to visit. Get up, get up, get up. Go, go, go and buy coke. And there's this. Because the second person is not on the same level as the first person. This is what our generation doesn't understand about honor. When we say we honor, see, and even with human beings, hear me, hear me, hear me. If you will respond to a request, an instruction, or the presence of one person the way you will everybody else, you don't honor them. There's a thin line between honor and worship. It must not be crossed. But the line is thin. Honor means there is a level of awe with which I handle what you are involved in is concerned. So if I'm on the phone with Tony and Bishop Bismarck calls me, Tony, I'll call you back. If I'm on the phone with Bishop Bismarck and Tony calls me, Unless I take point if I if I send Tony in an assignment and I know he needs me where he's going, I said, Dad, please just give me literally 30 seconds, I'll be back. Otherwise, Tony, you will ring that phone, you will call and call, and I will not pick up till that conversation is finished. You know why? That is honor. As as arrogant or as as, as unfair as it sounds, in my eyes, y'all are not the same. I love you. 
I honor you as a human being, but I honor him as a father. So if you come to my house, I tell you, you want to eat something great. If Bishop calls me and says, Israel, I'm half an hour from your house, we will, see, we will arrange that house. Kadesh, get the Hoover. Jeremy, get the mop bucket. And we, we will clean it again. And that's a human being. Verse 18, verse 8, sorry. He took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. Listen. And he stood by them under the tree. He, I'm st just be eating. I'm here. If you need water, I'm there. You need a toothpick, I'm there. So it wasn't enough for the urgency when he was done with the food. Notice, he brought the food. Abraham had 300 and something servants who fought, just fought. His army alone was 300 and something. Do you know how many servants this man would have had who would be in charge of food? He didn't even send Sarah. The ogar of the house, the, the, the chairman, the, the boss. Does that make sense? The last time we had Pastor Chichi, well, the first time we had Pastor Chichi in Casey, was exactly three years ago. And she was like, you know, so Israel, just um, let me know who's coming to get me, send the person. I said, no, I'm coming to get you. No, the people were hustling. People were up. I said, no, I'm going to get her myself. Does that make sense? I checked her into the hotel myself. That's honor. I'm not going to leave this to... Mm -mm. No. Now, we've had guest ministers who... Hey, bro, are you cool? I hope the person who picked you up got you on time. Do you like the hotel? Cool. I'll see you this evening. But don't say their levels. He brought it himself, stood there while they were eating. And then in verse 9, after all that, they remember he told them a little muscle. No, Tosin. His definition of a little, he told God a little muscle. What did he go and bring? The fatted calf, butter, milk. He said a little water. While you rest under the tree, he brought a huge spread and stood by them. When they were done, they said to him, where is Sarah? Are you seeing this? They said to him, where is Sarah? Meaning, Sarah was not there. Does that make sense? Sarah was at home or in the, in, the, in the room or whatever, wherever she was, the backyard or something. When God had been lordified, he decided, I want to bless you. Abraham did not ask for a blessing. Mm -mm. He simply said, I am going to lordify you. Little muscle, fatted cow, butter and milk. Sit under the tree, I'll bring the food myself. I'll stand, right? I will proskineo you. I will live my life based on your... See, Abraham was telling God, your convenience is my priority. Remember, where does God live now? 
Where does God live now? In you. So the way you live your life, Tony, is the determinant of God's convenience. Whether he gets a buttered calf. <laughs> ah, on empty bone. When God had reached the point where he was drunk on honor and yieldedness. God says, Abraham, where, where's, where's Sarah? Meaning, a matter that was not... If, if Abraham and Sarah had come together, you know, I mean, honestly, if I, if I was Abraham, so I told you that Abraham would probably learn the Abraham of that day. What he knew about God while alive, right? At different points. He could learn a lot from our sermons today. Not our experience, our sermons. Because, Pity, I would say to Abraham, God has come. Just take Sarah with you. And two of you, you will serve it. That's what I would have told Abraham. You know, God, I mean, you know, I, I, I'll give an example. You know, growing up, I grew up in the Redeemed Christian Church of God. It's a church with about 8 million members worldwide. Normal, we call them parish, some, some of their parish churches. One individual local church. 10, 15, 20,000 people. So when the general was here, then we, we, we call him till today. I come to Daddy Adeboye. When Daddy Adeboye was coming to visit, if you were a real good worker in your church, if you're, if you're one of your pastor's favorites, Tony, your pastor would ensure that when he was around, you were visible in the system of serving him. You would be assigned to pick him from the airport, to serve his food, to whatever. It was your pastor's way of setting you up for a blessing. It was one of the ways they, they felt they could reward you because we, 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 everybody knew that one word from his mouth could change your life. He'd come to preach somewhere, and for three hours after he's gone, there's a queue to sit down in the chair he sat down on. Like three hours, there's a queue. People just want to sit down, and they'll come back telling testimonies because they believe, if I can just sit down with Pastor Dewey. I went to preach for my big brother, Pastor Fuller, years ago in Liverpool, and he said, he said, he said, come, come, come. He said, I have a, I have a present for you. I said, what's present? He said, last month, Pastor Debe came here. And he came to that room to pray. And this is the rug that he prayed on. He said, you're the first person that I've allowed to see it. And then I looked at him. He looked at me. We understood each other well. He said, I'll see you in a few hours. I said, good. <laughs> now, that's what... Abraham would have done if he was a 21st century believer with the insight he, we now have. Abraham didn't have that revelation. Sarah was far away. God said, where is Sarah? This thing that you've done, this level of yieldedness to me, no. See, I know where your pain is. Where is Sarah? Let's go back. I'm almost done tonight. Now, Abraham and... Okay, so he then says, Behold, in the tent. And then he said, I will certainly return unto thee. Somebody say return. Why will God not want to return when he knows he'll meet a fatted calf? So based on God's last visit to your life, would he want to return? Would you want to return to the welcome you gave God last time? And I don't mean the welcome you gave him in church. I mean when he showed up in your room saying, 
give that money. Don't go there. So his dealings with you, notice, he was just walking and Abraham was going to grab him. You have the Holy Spirit inside you now and he's pleading with you. Stop this, and but no. Whether the Bible says a sin. I'll return. And Sarah will have a son. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and stricken in age, Tony. Verse 11, and Sarah was in menopause and menor rewind. That's what verse 11 says. It has ceased to be with her after the manner of women. Meaning, Sarah, you know, there's menopause then there's menor rewind. Sarah was in menor rewind. As in she was about to be 90. She was 89 years old at this time. Let's keep going. So we know the story. Sarah laughed and says, you know, now that I'm old, we'll, we'll, my husband and I still smile at each other at night. Listen, she was saying, God, we've stopped this thing for a long time, you know. God, the, the, the equipment doesn't work anymore. And will I bear a child when I'm old? The Lord said, why did Sarah laugh? Now, notice, Sarah was not there with them. She was in the tent. But she was listening in. Sarah denied and says, Sarah lied. Listen, Sarah lied to God, Tony. And Ananias and Sapphira lied to Peter. And they died. There are rules God will break. For people to whom he is Lord. Sarah lied to God face to face. And God didn't even rebuke her. God just says, no, I know you lie. I know you laugh, but that's okay. The men rose from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring... So, Look, look at the lordship continuing. This is a servant treating a master. And on his way escorting them, God says, ah. God looked at the two angels and said, we, we, we can't hide this thing from him. Okay, go while I talk to him. Can you see the progression? The Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Meaning I, was, I wasn't planning to tell him. Abraham would never have known. He then said, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Why? Verse 19, for I know him. Listen, he will command his children and his household after him, and they will keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord. Why? Because Abraham did not know him as Jehovah. All he knew him as was Lord. Simple. So God was saying, based on his dealing with me as Lord, he will command. So I am already his Lord. He will force his children to make me their Lord. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham 
that which he spoke about him. A man secured eternal relevance on the platform of treating God as Lord. That's it. That was all there was to it, Tony. Just Lord. God said, I will, Pastor, I, I, I can't, I told you guys recently, right, that I saw trouble in the spirit. Nas internationally, remember I said so? Have you heard that Russia has now said they're, they're shutting down the, uh, the war deal about in Ukraine's grain? So, so far in the war, there was a deal. Whatever we do, we won't attack the grain exports because the rest of the world will starve. Russia has now said that's off the table. You know what that means? Food shortages worldwide. I said UK and Nigeria, right? In trouble. Watch Nigeria over this next few weeks. Watch Nigeria. If prayer is not offered. Right? I said our house. If you had pressed yesterday, God spoke to us and says, after five days of praying, and we're back tonight at 11 p.m. Don't mean if you put the fly on the screen, please. But we're back tonight and tomorrow to finish the deal. But God told us last night, finally, he says, I've heard your cry. I'll intervene. Tony, people who don't have at least a level. See, Tony, I'm not perfect, though. God knows. I, I, let me just confess. You know, my mother and we they'll say, right? I mean, let me just confess. Um, I know you guys think I'm I'm super. No, I, I'm I'm getting there. It it still takes a little long sometimes for God and I to agree on some things. But but He knows that I desire Him to be Lord. So if there's a delay in the argument, it's not that I won't get there. That I'm saying, help me get there. Listen. For years, I wanted to be a prophet. I fasted. I prayed, I spoke in tongues, I read books, I had hands laid on me, nothing. When I started focusing on treating him as Lord, I realized that the God who I couldn't find his brake lights suddenly became a talkative. There are seasons where I say, God, today we're not going to talk, okay? Let's just, let me just worship you. I came to read my Bible. I don't want to hear about India. Don't show, no, 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 mm, mm, Because men who make him Lord, he is eager to express his burdens to. He will command his household after him in following me as Lord that I may bring upon them. I told you, God told me, if you want to increase in the prophetic, I want to increase in my anointing on your life. So become a man of legacy. And Pastor, I realized that the season in which the weight of God's glory upon my life seemed to reduce was the season where I stopped complaining. You people can just do what you want to do. Remember? I'm not going to chase you anymore. And God said, okay, then, then I can't trust you with my glory. Because if you will carry God's glory, you must be a man first who will 
command yourself after him as lord and he must be able to trust you that everybody biologically and spiritually connected to you, you will command. Someone say command. So, so when pastors say, your life is not my business, oh, your life is my business. Hello. And I'm not ashamed to say it. And I don't need, I don't, see, is that, if, maybe I'm not your pastor, but if I will be your pastor, Tony, your life is my business. I want to know what you're eating. I want to know who you're, who you're hanging out with, right? I want to know what you're doing. Not because I care about your personal business, but I want to be able, like Paul says, I want to present you to God as a spotless bride. I want, to, I want to be able to say, Lord, all you gave me, I kept, and I don't want any sons of perdition. And I realized last night, halfway through my preaching, that it's been a long time, Pastor Tosin, that I have hammered this thing. I thought people were getting it in the flow. The responses I got told me, no, 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 I've done a horrible job in the last few years. That the believer must treat him as Lord. How? Abraham gave us an example. You see him afar, you run. You condition your affairs for his maximum convenience. You don't ask what you can get away with. You ask how much service you can render. Small muscle, you bring a big calf. Sit down under the tree, you bring water, and you stand. Listen, and even, Tony, in the affairs of your life, ah, God, help me. I, help me. I, I wish this was a night vigil, but I've got to stop in a couple of minutes. Pastor, listen, there's levels in God you get to in prayer where you don't initiate your prayer points. He does. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Where God will want to say, so let's talk about this marriage business. Now, you want to get married. You're very eager to get married. But you've, you've successfully put it on the shelf in your pursuit of him as Lord. He will then say, <laughs> I told you that was my story. He, God said, let's, I'm like, I'm just enjoying, God said, no, 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 I have a wife for you. Like, I'm, this single thing, instead of getting nice, God says, no, it's time. I told you my, my story of my journey to British citizenship. Everybody was chasing, just, just following him as Lord. I, I wasn't looking to start a ministry. I was prepared to serve where I was for the rest of my life. I, was, I quit my job to work for free as a youth and assistant pastor. And one day I was praying in the morning to the Lord and the Lord informed me. I didn't go saying, God, so when will I start my ministry? Oh, I used to be like that years before and then I died. One day I wrote, I, I wrote my ministry vision on a piece of paper and I, no, I didn't tear it. I gave it to my pastor. I gave it to the pastor because I said, God said I should hand it over to you as a sign that I'm not interested anymore. God woke me up and said, okay, um, I'd like you to go to Nottingham, please. I can give you example after example. I can give you times where I, I didn't follow this cadence and the trouble it caused. The believer does not treat God as a resource to fulfill his agenda. The believer treats himself as a resource to fulfill God's agenda. 
and he lets God determine the, the pace of his agenda. Be careful for nothing. Take heed not to what you will drink, eat, or wear. All these things are in the Bible and they are meant to be taken literally. But Tony, you cannot exercise that kind of submission to a person who you don't trust. It's like a woman. No woman is going to submit to a man who she thinks will kill her. So the, the ability to treat him as Lord is a test of how much of him you know. Do you know him? Do you, do you can can you can you bet your children's next meal on him as Lord? Can you can, can you bet your children's meal on the fact that he's Lord? Uh-huh. Can you bet your future as ever getting married or being single for the rest of your life on him as Lord? Can you bet your financial future on him as Lord? Can you bet your ministerial prospects on him as Lord? And that's where the rubber hits the road. And many times when those questions are asked, the answer is no. So we, we don't want to offend him. So we just say, Lord, just on this issue, just, just sit down and let me just handle this one. Then I'll be back. Let me make sure this ends well. And he just looks at you and shakes his head. He's like, I was just about to ask for Sarah. I was just about to ask for Sarah. When you see a man who's, in whose life God is Lord, he's hardly ever flustered. You tell him someone in your family is sick, okay. Your son can't talk, okay. You lost the building, okay. People are lying about you. You know why? Because servants don't have the luxury of stress. Just if, just if I'm your servant, no matter how rich I am, if you're broke, what's going to happen to me? Simple. So why am I worried about my concern? So, okay, so we'll put it this way. Let me give you this analogy. So, you're my boss, Tosin. You, you pay my paycheck, right? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Two more minutes and I'll wrap this up. I just need to get this home. So you're my boss. You pay my paycheck. On the same day, you call me and you tell me, so you call me my friend and say, Israel, um, I need you to go to Glasgow because there's this deal in the balance. The people are trying to pull out and if they pull out, we're not going to have, it's going to affect our cash flow for the next three months. They, I then answer and you say, um, 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 Madam, I, I can't go to Glasgow. You ask me why. I say, yeah, because, you know, um, there's this issue with my bank account today. I went to the cash point yesterday. I took out 20 pounds, but the money didn't come. And the bank says that I have to come and sort that in the bank today. If I don't go today, I'll lose my 20 pounds. What would you say to that employee? You're an idiot. If this woman's business collapses on that deal, you will not have a bank account in the next three months. 
So you're going to jeopardize your paycheck, the person who pays your bills, their business, because you want to chase 20 pounds the bank, the, the cash point didn't give you. Secondly, it means you're also daft because you could simply just tell her and say, ma'am, I'll go to Glasgow. However, I don't have any money to get to Glasgow because the cash point took my money and the banks have to come today. What will the wise boss say? If the boss is sensible like God is, what will she say? Here's your 20 pounds. I will pay you the 20 pounds. That deal is worth 20 million pounds. Does that make sense? That's how heaven looks at us. See, the angel, oh, if you ever see an angel in the spirit while you're making a decision, it will change your life. Tony, when you look at it, when an angel looks at you like this, look, like this, like, kind of daft creature is this? Like, God, this is really your image. I know you created man in our image as Elohim, but then you also upgraded him to your specific image. The Bible says God created, let's create man in our image. And the Bible says God created man in his own image. God, this is really your image that is this dense as to the order of priority that you will live your life based on what another human being says about you. Based, about, based on temporal enjoyment at the expense of the overall business from which your livelihood and your existence comes. Because he is not Lord. We'll get to Savior eventually. But he must first be See, he can only truly be savior when you have decided to make him Lord. You must first decide to make him Lord before he can begin the process of savior. And then I'll show you by God's grace tomorrow that it is the process of savior that gives you the power to follow through on the Lord. You initiate it by Lord. It kicks in savior and savior supplies the grace to go deeper with Lord. And the cycle continues because every level of lordship will require a different level of savior because there will be things that stand in the way of his lordship that he needs to save you from stand with me let's pray short prayer you pray it when you're ready you go amen i said you pray it when you're ready you go Remember, 11 p.m., we're back tonight at the press. So why does Rev want to kill us with prayer? Because his Lord instructed him. How do you do it, Rev? You eh, preach in the morning, then 7 p.m. Because, Tony, I have a Lord. Simple. I don't enjoy it. It's not nice. I have hobbies I've not been able to do for seven, eight weeks now. But I have a Lord. Once we're done here, probably going to leave here past nine. It's an hour's drive to my house. Right? We're back at the press at 11. You know why? Because I have a Lord. And my Lord said, spend seven days praying. So if I don't spend seven days praying and there's a trouble, or there's trouble, if I go back and I say, eh, but help me, he'll say, I told you to pray. 
Does that make sense? I warned you. I showed up in a dream and I told you to call seven nights of prayer and you slept through those seven nights. So don't disturb me now. I wasn't your Lord then. I won't be your Lord anymore. I'm not joking. I'm serious. You can call it legal. It's not how it works. He could have stopped the issue without my prayer. He's God. But he gave me an instruction. So like Abraham, I will see his power and his glory based on my capacity to respond to him as Lord. That is how men live lives of consecration. That's what drives level. That's why men like Reese Howells, Tony, because they discovered him as Lord. Your prayer tonight is simple, right? We're back at 11 to pray, right? And then tomorrow again at 7. Remember the clocks in the UK have gone back one hour. So we're now one hour before Nigeria. We're now GMT. We moved from BST to GMT. So you pray this till you're done. When you're ready, you go. If you want to give, the details will be on your screen. Christy, please help me put the details. Good to have you back. Put the details on your screen as usual. If you want to become a partner or you want to give regularly, please send us an email to kingdombuilders.gayculture.org so we can add you to our partner's family. Um, Chrissy, the, the giving details, if possible, if you're still there. Everybody else, please cry out and say, Lord, help me make you Lord. Simple. Lord, help me. Give me grace to make you Lord. Pray. Give me grace to make you Lord. Pray, pray, pray. That the things that stand in the way of your lordship in my life, the things that destroy, distract, and deflect, detain, arumaka, distract me from your lordship. Help me, Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Help me, Lord. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Teach me how to make you Lord. Teach me how to make you Lord. Give me the capacity to yield my life to you. So this is what men like Mr. Sunday mean when they say, spend my life. It means you're my Lord. Spend my life. And they say, I'm winning the nations for you. Some of us would not win a school for him. Some of us, our lives would not buy a school. But we're singing for nations. <laughs> Some of us lives would not buy a family. I mean a nuclear family, but we're singing for nations. Abraham's life would have bought Sodom and Gomorrah minus 10 people because he knew him as Lord. Say, Lord, help me to know you as Lord. Introduce yourself to me in this season as Lord. I cry out from the bottom of my heart. Carry on praying at whatever point tonight you're done with that prayer. You can slink out of the room and we will see you tomorrow. La sude bari akata bahadi. Zebelen tori baradi atada dan dedeketibe. Zivede de boriata. Zivede de boriata rabariata. Lord, teach me the ways of the Spirit. For the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is. 
help me make you Lord. Yeah, man, I need it all. Toba Yeko. Oh, 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 oh.